Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. It's your host, Sam. Super always excited to get back into doing this. So this week is a double whammy. There are two episodes this week, so I'm super excited for you guys to hear them, and they are on two totally different wavelengths. I will say the second episode, I was conflicted. I will circle back to what I originally wanted to talk about, um, which is the... One of the the first boundaries I've ever put up that is still lasting, and it's actually between my brother and I, where we do not speak or interact whatsoever, and we haven't for over 10 years, and we're about two years apart, um, grew up in the same household, lived together, and there's so much more behind that. I have talked about it, bits and pieces about just family life, my mom's um, episode and stuff like that. So if you haven't already listened to those, definitely check those out. Share this you know, episode, share my additional episodes, anything that you find valuable, reach out to me. I do also do life coaching. So feel free to check out everythingme.com for more information. But this episode is going to be about Grand Rising. So I am so excited to talk about it because I haven't had this kind of like lust for life in a while and it's overdue and I've been waiting on this moment. So this is when this grand rising is due to being scraped on the floor, not even hitting rock bottom, being scraped on the floor, tussling, you know, licking rocks because you can't figure out how to get up. And things are starting to become more manageable, become more easy to understand, easy to to get by. You're finding a groove and there is a rising that occurs. So I thought it was very valuable to talk to you guys about this and, you know, basically, hopefully describe and iterate exactly what it means when you are on your game, you are on your A game, you are doing your thing, because some of us have forgotten that. A lot of us have forgotten that. I know I did um, for a while as I look back at photos and um, videos and just experiences that I've been through in the last couple of years, I definitely forgot or was out of touch um, with the person that, you know, I feel most embodies who I feel, how I feel inside externally. And that's been a journey that I've been on for the past couple months or years really, but more, more or less, more actively the past couple months of tra- trying to figure out how can I, how can I show the person that I feel inside, outside? Um, you know, there's been a lot of different heavy, heavy, heavy things that I've been through in the last couple of months that have really woken me up and said, you know what, enough is enough. I'm not going to be Mrs. Victim. I'm not going to be um, holding myself back. I'm, I really need to find a way to get out of this and feel confident again and feel good about things again. And so that's where this concept of Grand Rising. Now, I want to be very clear with everyone because I think that a lot of times people like to glamorize, you know, making a shift or getting in your own lane and all those sort of things. There's so many things, so many things working against this. So let's be very clear. When you are attempting to, you know, live out your dreams, do exactly what you want to do, be exactly who you want to be, there are tons of things that are working against you. So don't look at it as an opportunity where it's going to be like a switch and here we go. It's definitely a you got to pace yourself. It's a day by day decision making thing. Don't get me wrong. Last night, the last couple of nights, I've been PMSing. So I've been eating to all hours of the night. Foolishness, popcorn, fruits, just, and I'm really trying to curve, <clears throat> excuse me, these cravings. But 
Honey, I just, I feel like it's uncontrollable. So don't get me wrong. There are still missteps. There are still uncomfortable moments. There are still pieces that need a lot of work. So don't, um, don't glamorize or fantasize that, you know, this is out of touch for me because I make these mistakes. I have these setbacks on my own, you know, where I said this whole week, I'm not drinking alcohol. And two days ago I had a trigger moment and I was like, you know what? I need a little wine to get me by. And so I did get some wine. So let me be very clear that this is, this, this grand rising is with flaws, is with setbacks, is with uncomfortable moments, but the overall, the majority of what you're feeling, the majority of what you're going through is this, this lust, um, for life and this kind of like innate energy that is just gives you that boost every single time. So I'm on that high right now. And I'm just so happy because I want to document it. And I want to just, you know, give that to you. First of all, I hope you're doing okay. I hope that you're, you're, you have a perspective. And the fact that you're listening to this already says to me, I, you know, I need resources. I need to, to switch my mind on a good page. And I hope that this definitely brings that. And I'm just, I'm just, I'm beyond excited. So, okay. So grand rising. This is a moment, this is, these are moments in life where despite all that is odds against you, despite all the things that you are fighting through, despite all the things that you're dealing with, you still feel that you deserve better. You want better. You're going to fight for better. You're going to figure out how to get to better. And it is a feeling, it is a desire. It is a almost like natural, um, natural like push. And this is something that I actually experienced back in 2016-ish, 2017, where um, where I was like, you know what? I got out of a relationship. I remember the exact moment. I actually thought of that last night, um, where I remember having the phone call and he and I were talking about like updates, how was your day, et cetera, et cetera. And he indicated to me that he did not meet a goal that he basically had in his hands. He dropped the ball. And that was my walk away moment. That was the moment that I knew the doors opened and it was like, "Mm, you know what? I'm good. Not doing it, not doing it anymore. And I just felt this, this confidence this grand rising, if you will, of like, you know what? I've given chances. I've given opportunity. I have been contemplating this. I've been looking for my window and this is my window. This is my door. This ain't even a window to walk out of. This is a door to walk out of. And I made the decision and I let him know. And after that, I never looked back. And that grand rising, that kind of turn of events led me into weight loss, led me into my first business. Well, my first legitimate business, you know, filing an LLC and and going through it that way. Um, My first meetup group, all of these sort of things just like were the catalyst to that, where I knew I needed, I was on my game. And there, there was something about it because Usually when you have a grand rising, there's so many times where you, you've been, you've been able to sit in that corner and fantasize and dream and design and think about, wow, like when I get a moment or when there's an opportunity or when I have the energy or when I have the, you know, the, the window, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to get on here. I'm going to do, and all of a sudden this, this, this avenue opens up and you're like, this is it. This is my moment. You know, some of us can look at that and be just petrified in fear that, oh shit. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What do I do now? How do I, what, what, what? Oh my gosh. Now, now what, now what? Oh, it's, it's really here. It's actually here. Now, what do I do now? Oh my goodness. This is exciting. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Okay. 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 You know, you go through this whole thing 
because here's this opportunity. How do you seize it? How do you enjoy it? How do you embrace it? How do you make sure it's worthwhile? Like you've been fantasizing it for so long and it's actually in your hands now. Now, what what do you do? Where do you go? What, what, what happens? So all of those things are real. All of those things are on the table and you really have to navigate things from, you know, a different perspective. Um, so when that opportunity came up, which is my, one of my first, and even though I've been around on this earth for as long as I have, which most people will say is not that long. Um, that was my first grand rising that I felt like you hit the ground running, you go, 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 and you don't look back. I could say I probably felt the same way when I was able to get into a place and, um, of my own and, and enjoy that kind of like newness of it all. But I recall this grand rising where externally I was extremely overweight, about 25, 30 pounds overweight, um, very uncomfortable, just couldn't really find my confidence in that. And I was kind of lost in life. I mean, I'm a different person. Like, let's be clear. When I'm in a relationship, I'm a completely different person. I'm a more devoted person. I am a giver. So that means that a lot of my time is spent on others, on my partner. And that means that the moments that, you know, I would naturally or normally have to myself being that I would be single or kind of preoccupied with my own needs, it's completely different. So the time spent on my hair, on my, you know, my growth, all of those sort of things. And one of the things that I've always worked on or tried to work on once I realized this, because that's another thing too, the difference um, in the time spent in investing in myself, pouring into my own cup um, is vastly different, obviously, when I'm in a partnership. I'm super devoted, super <clears throat> overly you know, invested and completely all ears, completely all in. And that doesn't give me the avenue for me to be me. And so what I do, are there's a sense of neglect that goes on. And I think a lot of us have experienced that many times in our life, maybe in a relationship or even a career or a new, um, you know, investment that you're doing in time for time. Um, and so I've worked really, really, really hard in my current relationship to start to carve out that space and, and, and elevate myself. And now it's been, it's been very challenging. So finding your space, finding your time for yourself in everything that's going on can be really, really hard. There's something about when you're single and you kind of have the freedom and the flexibility to spend as much time on your hair or as much time working out as possible that is very enjoyable. Um, But when you have conflicting things that you're doing and you're trying to get through, it it definitely creates a more of a wedge. So there's more excuses that can be made. There's more, um, you know, opportunities for you to, to fall off that bandwagon. And I remember kind of dreaming about this moment. And it's, I wouldn't say it's sad because I think a lot of us have been in situations where we feel completely stuck. And that's how I felt in that relationship where I was completely stuck and I just didn't know how to get out and what to do. And when that door opened up, I ran through it like it's nobody's business. And I immediately started on me, immediately. So that's where I started. Um, I started, I found a nutritionist. I 
altered my eating habits. And then I went into working out and I was faithfully working out three times a week, six miles a a week. And that may seem like a lot, but trust me, it's not. It's about 45 minutes of of work of either walking or run walking like I was doing. I am not an athlete. I do not like to, you know, exercise. I do like to be active, but not necessarily exercising. Um, But, you know, I was faithfully doing that because I knew something had to change. I actually wrote a blog about the experience, especially the first time working out. And I know for for us who, you know, us who are physically not where we want to be, that's something that's a trigger and that's something that holds on a lot of the emotional weight that we carry. So for me personally, I feel like it's a part, my body's a part of that as well too. Um, You know, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm an emotional eater. I'm more of, you know, I wouldn't even say no rhyme or reason. I don't eat when I'm not hungry, but I'm a snacker. So I will have five snacks as a quote unquote meal. I don't sit down and have enough meals. I'll have more snacks throughout the day. So not giving myself, my stomach, my body, the combined nutrients at one time. Um, I'll eat a fruit here and then eat a, a, um, a crepe here and then go into some, you know, some crackers here. Like I will pick, 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 pick all throughout the day instead of just sitting down and having a meal for dinner, a meal for lunch. Well, dinner, usually I try to have a, a dinner, a real dinner. That's when I'll have my main meals. But anyways, eating habits, just not all that great. Um, and so the weight that I carry is a, is a cult of, you know, cultivation of that and also not being active. So obviously working from home doesn't help. Um, you know, even when I was at work, I still could definitely walk a little bit more and adjust and move my body a little bit more. So all of those things come together to create this. Now, the the blessing in that I have right now, or I've always had is that if I switch my gears into something I really, really want, I can, I can see that outcome. But if I don't dedicate myself enough or prioritize it enough, it does not come to light it won't come to light. And that's, that's the same with a lot of things. Some people are lucky where they're like, I barely was thinking about it. And then it happened. That's crazy for me. No, no, no. Especially something like this, where it's overcoming the time, the place that I, the value that I place on time, the value that I place on this priority, the dedication that I have to the outcome because they're, they're setbacks. So when I started working out the first real time that I started working out, um, you know, there was a lot of setbacks where I was hungry. (laughs) I was hungry. I was, um, frustrated at points because I couldn't figure out foods that I had to eat. So I did revisit that, that there, um, the nutritionist a couple times to say like, listen, I'm hungry. Like what's, what are we doing? Like what's going on? What are my options? Because I can be overly obsessive. So when it comes to making rules and lifestyle habits, I can just jump all the way in like, nope, this box is all I'm going to work into. But knowing that my natural instinct wasn't necessarily to eat fast food or junk food. I mean, Chick-fil-A is the exception to the rule. I can have Chick-fil-A almost every day with no problem. Everything else, I I could live without every single other fast food in this world. I'm a-okay, fine with it. It doesn't hurt my feelings. So knowing that fast food isn't my go-to definitely helped. My habits didn't necessarily lead towards obesity or, you know, um, you know, excessive weight gain, but it was a lack of having, you know, fresh fruit, fresh foods, um, accessible to me as snacks and not as supplement meals. (laughs) So that's definitely something that I've had to work through. Um, I definitely don't drink a lot of soda or anything like that. 
alcohol is potentially on the table, yes or no, depending on my mood. But outside of that, I relatively aren't, I'm not that bad. But I say all of this to say, I have to break down the steps. I have to break down the reality because I don't want to just jump in and forget to meet, you know, include these pieces of the puzzle when people are trying to make these decisions and they're feeling like I'm the idiot who can't get this right. No, you're not the idiot. No, it's not easy. No, it can be, it, it takes a while. Sometimes it takes prep. Sometimes it takes, there's so many things that have to align. <clears throat> Sorry, it's, it's in the morning. So y'all know my, my allergies, my sinuses, my post-nasal drip is going on. <clears throat> Oh, excuse me. And it's just, it's holding me back. It's holding me back right now, but we're going to keep going because I'm, I'm really excited about this. So with a grand rising, there's a lot of things that have to rise. There's a lot of weight. There's a lot of things that may be shifted or in the wrong place that doesn't allow you to elevate. It doesn't allow you to move. So when you're carrying all of these different things on you, if you don't go through and assess and drop or, you know, reorganize or repurpose or, you know, put it in its correct place, you're not going to be able to take the next step. And that's why I'm talking about the breakdown of what it is behind the scenes that had to happen in order for the ground grand rising to even exist. I had to go through my priorities as far as what I wanted to do. Coming off of a breakup, I had to pay attention to me, what I contributed, what did I want, and I had to fight for the person I wanted to be. There were people around me, this one woman in particular who worked at my job. I don't see her anymore. She was, oh my God, she was like... Carrie Bradshaw, Bradshaw of just in as far as how she presented herself, very well put together, very, I mean, she was gorgeous. Even she had two pregnancies while she was um, with us or with us, like it's not us at the job, at my job. Um, and she, I mean, she wore heels. She was, she just embodied the grace and the, just the effort. She just seemed so effortless, but those are decisions that she made every single day to show up as that person. And I just watched her from the sidelines. And I recall when I first started my, my job, um, Ooh, almost 10 years ago, um, she, I, I was like that. That was me. I was just styling and profiling for no reason because it just felt good. It felt natural. It felt normal. It felt like me. And I lost that through the relationship and just through the decisions that I made where I no longer valued those things. I valued other things and I did not make room for me. A lot of times when we are in relationships or we make certain decisions, we don't include ourselves. We include what we are you know, great at what we can provide, our services, our accompaniment, our, our, you know, our mindset, but we don't include ourselves, the things that make us who we are. And so when we get into relationships or we get into, you know, situations, we remove ourselves because it's easy to do that because we control that. And then we turn around and we're like, oh my gosh, who is this person in the mirror? She is raggedy. And that's how I felt. That's honestly how I felt. I don't think I'm raggedy now. I'm definitely in a better place right now, but it's a lesson learned. And, you know, as I started to just piece that person back together, I was fighting. The grand rising is not an easy walk. It's not the, okay, here's the award. Let me walk on stage. It is still the, the, the clawing and the, you know, above all else, I'm still going to rep me. I'm still going to do me. And I don't mean to be selfish about it. It's not a me that I'm selfish. I'm still juggling a lot of other things, but now I'm saying I am on the table as well too. 
who I am internally, who I want to be internally, you know, is here as well too. They belong here as well. And so that means that transition of saying, I get to to be a part of my to-do list every single day or, you know, every other day, whenever you can, it matters and it is a priority. It is important. It is valuable. It is, it exists, um, you know, and so going back to 2016, where I'm here putting myself back together, a lot of that included like reflecting, feeling myself again, understanding myself again, finding myself again, you know, just really reorganizing myself and falling in love with myself differently where I embodied the person that I've been wanting to be. That first 11 pounds that came off of me, it was a wrap. Like, we're, we're, let's go, let's go. And that was in a month's time. And it was just because I tweaked and I, I, I revisited the things that I wasn't, wasn't doing before. It wasn't because I was drastically not eating. I had, I could eat, you know, basically almost anything. Um, I was better about my portion size. I was better about, you know, you know, my mindset and time-wise what I was doing. I made myself more of a priority. I invited myself back to the party and it 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 switched for me. You know, I'm not uh people say like, okay, I don't like working out and then they end up like, you know, loving squats and, you know, bench pressing and, you know, it's leg day. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I thoroughly mean it. I thoroughly mean working out for me is not my thing. And I decided to do things unconventionally. So talk about, you know, the blog post that I wrote the first day I decided to work out, I cried because I have, I always have a mirror in my room because I always check out, you know, how do I look, et cetera. I remember being too afraid and I think I talked about this in my weight loss one journey one, um, too afraid to even go outside, even though that person would, would interact outside, no problem. But when, when I'm walking out with my flaws or my flaws that are heightened right now because of the state mindset I'm in, I didn't have the confidence to go outside and walk or run or do any of that stuff. I felt so uncomfortable. I felt like everyone's going to notice. Everyone's going to see that I'm finally working on myself. Like, and they're going to be like, you idiot. Meanwhile, I'm in a car cheering on people who out there getting, getting their work on, workout on in the morning when I'm going to and from work. Like, yes, you go girl. Mm-hmm. Get in there. You just see them sweating. I'm like, that should be me. But I get out there. I'm like, oh no, never mind. So almost for an entire month, I worked out at home because I was like, there's no way I don't feel comfortable enough to go out there in this world in workout clothes. I can go in any other time, but in workout clothes, no, I'm good. We're not doing it. That's, that's, those are the things, the demons or not even the demons, but those are the the setbacks that I was dealing with. So that's why I want to be very clear. It wasn't always just, okay, grand rising. Here we go. No, 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 no. I had a lot of <laughs> wars with myself before I got there. I vividly remember working out and just seeing my body move in ways that I hadn't seen it, you know, and learning to love the body that I was in at that very moment is extremely hard. It's so hard because it, it, it compacts. It is a result, a direct result of a lot of neglect. Your body, that's just, that's how my body works. It's, it's neglect. If I, if I neglect my body, it's starting, it's, it's going to show. And that's really what had happened. And that's kind of partially what has happened now. Um, so as you're, you know, you're looking at yourself and you're looking at your decisions, whether it be your hair or anything external that you're trying to knock out or even behaviorism, stuff like that, it is, is a part of neglect. It's a part of it not being a part of the party, you know, in the first place. But 
you can alter those things. You can truly make those things something you can be proud of, something you can be excited about, something you can look forward to, something you can um, you know, support, something that you want to invest in. It really, really just makes the difference. Now, grand grand rising is is a is an innate energy, effort, resilience that is applied to all of the neglected pieces of you. And that almost like, you know, gnaws button that you press or, you know, you can feel like now I'm ready to press it. That's grand rising. And that's where I'm at right now. Now, after I went through this process in 2016, lost the weight, my confidence obviously shot up, my alignment of who I am as a person internally and who I am as a person externally matched my, the way I viewed the world was different. The way I viewed myself was different. I had more courage, more, um, bravery, more, you know, excitable moments where I was like this, this is me. This is really me. I am me who I want to be. I am doing what I need to be doing. I'm aligned with myself. And that just felt so beautiful. I felt unstoppable. I didn't necessarily have the guidance as to far as what I was going to do next and where I was going to be. I was just all about living life. I traveled more. I just enjoyed opportunity more. I wasn't afraid of a lot of different things. My fear definitely lessened. Um, I just, I just, I took life by the horns. Like I was like, let's go, let's do this. I definitely was in the zone. Um, and then circle back to this relationship where I don't think that I completely let that go aside because that was a part of our relationship initially, but other things started to um, take priority over me. And there weren't things that you could ignore. So it was like, okay, now I have to pay attention to those things. But sometimes we, we sleep, we get, you know, we get sleepy on ourselves and that's exactly what happened. I got, I definitely got sleepy on myself. Okay. So I think we've kind of covered the elements of grand rising and all those sort of things. So let's let's talk about actionable things. Let's talk about things that we can all get excited about. As we piece and start to recognize what does grand what is grand rising? How many times I can't even tell you. I can't even tell you. There has been times where there's been an opportunity for grand rising and I have not caught it. I have um allowed it to pass me by because I was afraid because I wasn't ready to put in the work necessary in order to have the outcome I've been dreaming or been in search of. I will tell you this, there are ways to encourage um, another grand rising. So don't feel like you completely shut the door on that. Life has its flows and there are times when it's there and there's other times where things need to be unpacked and need to be dealt with. Right now, I'm in a grand rising because if you have followed along with my journey, you have noticed how I have decided to um, reach back and understand how are some of my core things, um, some of the things that I've been through, I've had some really, really lows, you know, like I mentioned before. And so this kind of, I wouldn't have been able to have a grand rising six months ago. There's just no way that there's, it doesn't align with that. There's a stillness that needs to occur, you know, dealing with grief, dealing with, um, I just identity, dealing with COVID, the pandemic, um, my mental health, all of those sort of things, things have to align in order for this to, to come true. It's not, um, it's definitely not something that is going to come because you want it to come right now. It's something that 
that you essentially have to unlock a lot of other things in order to get to. Because when you have a grand rising, you have an opportunity to uplift yourself, uplift your life in so many different ways. But you can only do that if you have the strength to, if you have the mindset to, if you have the capacity to. So in order to do that, especially if you're in a state right now where you're like, oh my gosh, I want a grand rising. I want an opportunity to just uplift myself and run with that. Start to look at your table. Start to look at your plate. What's on the plate? What room do you really have? What strength do you have? What things have you been neglecting? What things have you just not um, paid attention to or focused on? You know, aligning yourself with an opportunity definitely takes some time. It definitely takes a lot of time, to be honest with you. Um, you know, from the ground rising that I had in 2016 till now, look at that. There's been a big gap. Now, granted, you're not me no one else is me. Everyone, it can be completely different. There's opportunities for all of us, but it definitely requires um, a high, a, a big focus. You have to focus. You have to be paying attention. You have to be hungry for this. You have to be paying attention to this. Now, I don't take any of these moments for granted because as I'm learning and as I have learned, this is, it's like, um, you know, it's like once in a lifetime, what it feels like moment. And I want to live on this high. I want to live in this system, in this world. Life is still going to get me down. I'm going to have another moment where, you know what, can't manage, can't handle. I don't, I don't feel on top of this. This is a part of the process, a part of the cycle. And I I don't control that. Um, But what I do control is my effort, my energy towards making sure that I am operating the most, in the most optimal place. I'm choosing to live life once, you know, and not feeling like I can't wait to do this again. There's just no way, shape or form, especially how I feel about death these days. It's just not even, oh, I can't even think about that. Um, but when you're, you're focused on your grand rising, I recommend you going through your closet, going through your actual skeletons, going through your plate, what does your cup look like? Is it full? Is it partially full? Is it, could it leave, you know, have a little bit more? Is it running over? You know, the concept is that the part of your cup that is running over is what you give to others. If you are not completely full, you have nothing to give. You have nothing to give. I didn't understand that concept until like a couple months ago. So that was a piece of my grand rising that is, 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 is definitely, you know, humming in the background for me. Sometimes in order to have one, you, you have to take a step back. Well, a lot of times take a step back, absorb things that you didn't absorb before because your mind wasn't on that. Your mind was on the next day, the next week, couple months from now, now that you're paying attention to the reality, you're able to absorb things that you didn't before. And that's great. And that's awesome. And that's something to celebrate about. That's something to feel excited about. That's something to feel proud of. That's a process that, you know, you can't duplicate. You really, really cannot duplicate. You really have to take your time and unpack and unwind all of those sort of things because it's it's not easy. And you have to lean on God. You have to lean on something that can support you in places that you don't feel supported, especially when you're exploring unknown pieces of you or triggers or uncomfortable things. You know, Jennifer Lewis said in her book, like, no one's going to tell my story like me. Like, I, I'd rather tell my story before you or before anybody else because it's my story. And that's a big, 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 big part as to why I have this podcast. I want to be able to tell my story. Obviously, an effort to be able to connect with someone or multiple people 
you know, to, to create some relatability, to create a conversation, a thought bubble around everything that we've gone through. Um, because a lot of time it is aligned. It is truth. Um, it is truthful. I mean, having conversations where you're talking about your insecurities, your traumas, your triggers, is not comfortable. And sometimes people don't have the, the language to be able to, to talk about it. Now, what I mean by that is the exact words to say when expressing themselves and explaining themselves. And then when you open that door, you may not be able to have the maturity and the ownership over your feelings to be able to then go into a conversation, a back and forth conversation. Sometimes it's just, you just need to vent. You're not able to articulate a response. You just want to address the the issues and the situation that occurred to you. So there's so many things that can come up. So if you find yourself in this space where you realize your cup is not full, it's not running over, um, the skeletons are scary and you're not ready to address them, your grand rising is going to be pushed back. Okay. It definitely requires you to be ready to open things that you didn't want to open. And a part of that is therapy. A part of that is having a support system. A part of that is claiming it for yourself, rerouting things around you for yourself. You know, as I record my podcast, I always have my calendar in front of me that tells me kind of what's ahead of the month. And then I have reminders such as believe in your own magic, um, stay fearless, you know, all of these different things. I even have my burnout kind of list in front of me as well, too, that remind me my degree is in front of me that are just, they fuel me. They remind me. Sometimes visuals are great. Sometimes words are great for people. It just really just depends. Sometimes rituals are great as well, too. Um, But all of these are things that support you on this journey because you're going to second guess yourself. You're going to have moments where you're going to be like, what the hell was I thinking? I can't operate like that. Like, that's crazy. That's not natural. That's not normal. But this, you know, having a grand rising is a, is essentially saying, I'm going to turn on all the signs to go and I'm going to go. Things are going to get in the way, but I'm going to go. It doesn't matter. I'm going to go. And that is the beauty in it because that force, that energy that carries you changes you from a wannabe person, a dreamy person to I'm living it person. I am living to be the person or operate as a person that I want to be, despite everything that's going on to me, on with me, you know, and that's where you, I've had those moments where I look at people in awe and I'm like, that is crazy. That life, that house, that, that, you know, lifestyle, that opportunity. But I also want to be pure about it too. I want to be honest about it too. I want to have good people around me too. I don't want to be in this bubble of unrealistic expectations, unrealistic outcomes, all of those sort of things. I want to be true to what it is that actually is happening or occurring. And in order to do so, I need to be honest with myself. I need to be there on the ground. I need to not neglect myself and what's actually happening. I need to use the tools, take the the necessary steps and make the decisions to be able to have the fruits of my labor, you know? And with this ground rising, I just feel so optimal. Like I just feel so optimistic about life and about what I can do and what I'm capable of and what I've been working on and what I've been sitting in and just being grateful for and just understand that in order to turn that on, something great is happening for me. 
I've been in dark places. I've been depressed. I've been removed from myself. I've been not myself. I've, you know, forgotten myself and neglected myself. I've denied myself happiness. I've done all those things. Those things are still not too far from me, but where I want to be and where I'm trying to go is the direction that I'm in right now. And that grand rising is such a beautiful, beautiful place. It is cap- You are capable of that. If no one's told you, you are very capable of that. It is a decision that you make within yourself to to design your life around the things that are going to fuel you, the things that are going to make you better. And that doesn't mean that adjusting, you know, isn't going to feel like neglecting other people. You're not going to feel guilty of responsibility. You're not going to feel guilty of, you know, associating yourself in certain environments and situations that is going to be there. When I go on my journey of working out them 45 minutes, I'm like, I could be doing this. I should be doing that. But I am preparing myself to include myself in the conversation, in my day, in ways that will, you know, spill over into other things in life. To know that I feel good externally, that is priceless. That's my responsibility. That is accountability within myself. Everything that I have been navigating through is my responsibility. Like all of my life choices are my responsibility. I always have choices. I mean, I like those choices, but I have them and I've made them. I don't regret any of my choices. They have been the building blocks to who I am right now. They have been the pieces that I need to understand. You know, me falling off the bandwagon of taking care of myself has been a part of the building block of this grand rising where I'm not looking to do that again. I'm looking to do this, you know, alongside all the great things that I want for myself. You know, there's no way that a Michelle Obama and, you know, the, you know, our, my real president, you know, Mr. Obama over here um, could be still putting in an hour a day to work out and I can't. What? What? Really? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And people say, well, he has his life planned out. There's things going on. He's a president. He he could be, you know, doing tons of other things. But to say that those things matter says something about him. And the fact that, you know, I have, or I can maybe say we have neglected ourselves in different ways where we didn't uh, make time for the things that we feel matter says something about me. And it's the same concept of like, if you don't make it a big deal, nobody else will. I'm making it a big deal. I'm a big deal. I'm a big deal. I'm a big deal because I invested in myself. I continue to invest in myself. I support myself. I want what's best for myself and to allow myself scraps and whatever's left at the end of the day is not okay. It's not okay because I don't give that. I don't give that. And I don't take that from anybody either. So the reality is, is that it's time for me, it's time for us to look at things from a different perspective and really find ways, whether it's listening to the audiobook that we've been wanting to get through. I got, listen, I got 22, well, no, I got more time than that. I, I said, by the end of the year, I'm going to finish Obama's book, which was 25 hours on Audible. Um, I want to finish another book at least before um, the end of the year. So that's definitely going to happen. I'm going to find that time. I'm going to make that time to be able to just be more aligned with who I need to be, who I want to be. And this grand rising is the energy. It is the um, the battery. It is everything that I need in order to get there. I'm just excited. Just It makes you lust for life. That's where that lust for life comes from. The things that I'm lusting for are not easy things. 
that's how I know it's my grand rising because <laughs> there's no way that I would be excited about working out, getting dressed every day, you know, putting on my makeup every day, listening to audiobooks despite everything else that's that's pulling from me, investing in my business and working and being a great step parent and you know all these all these multitude of like heavy things what I you know deem heavy things or you know things that fight for my time all the time and I I'm excited about it. I'm ready to go. I'm ramped. I'm let's go. Let's do this. That's that grand rising pushing me towards all the things that I'm dreaming of or dreamt dreamt of to 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 live them out right now. Live them out right now. Don't hold yourself back. Don't get in the way of your own opportunity. It is doable. It may not be the path that you're used to. It may not be the path that you've seen. It may not be the path that is easy accessible, but that doesn't mean that you can't design it. That doesn't mean that your footsteps are the footsteps that need to walk through that 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 lane. It is it is possible. And I mean that wholeheartedly because my life, my, my, you know, my outcome is nothing like the outcomes that happened to generations that happened before me, the cycles that happened before me, my education. I have broken barriers, not because I intended to. I'm not in competition with anyone. I'm in competition with myself of how far can I go? What life can I make of this? There's still a lot of things that I wish I had. I wish I had my own house. I wish I had a lot more money. I wish that I had more opportunity to engage with people. I wish I had more confidence to do certain things, but it doesn't stop me because there are things that have to occur beforehand in order to just really, really, you know, wrap your hands around things that you really want in the long term. At the end of the day, we're going to make it work. It's going to come together. You know, I'm not completely worried about it. I'm definitely motivated by it. And that's how, you know, a grand rising is occurring. And I, I want that for you guys. I want that for you all. I want you guys to see that. I want you to aim towards, towards that. The grand rising isn't forever. Once you elevate, that grand rising elevates you to the next level. And when you get to that next level, then you have to figure out what are, what are the ways to sustain myself on that level? That's next. How do I stay on this level and not get 10 steps back? Because them 10 steps is leaving me right back at start. And we ain't trying to go back there. You know, we need to get, you know, we, we need to get to that next level. And then we need to explore that next level and figure out how can we hold ourselves down to absorb everything that is to see on that next level. And that's where we're headed. And that's what's going on. And so I hope that you, you know, can identify with this. And I hope that this is something that means something to you that you would consider, you know, doing in general. And I believe in you. I believe in you. I already believe in you. So I don't understand. Like, what's, what, Let's go. Let's organize ourselves. Let's figure it out. And maybe that'll be, you know, a workshop that I'll go into of just the grand rising and, and saying, okay, let me assess some things because I'm ready for it. I'm moving towards, especially we got this new year coming around. God willing, we'll make it there, you know, and there's so many opportunities that we're, we're putting on the table or we're leaving on the table that we're not fighting for. Enough of that. Enough of that. There are always going to be obstacles. There are always going to be things working against us, but we have to decide what do we want to do and how do we want to navigate things in a way that we can elevate ourselves. There's so many things that I've talked about this year alone that is intended to remove a lot of the obstacles. So burnout, stress, um, grief, all of these different things. You guys should definitely check them out. Depression, all of these different things that are heavy weighted things that are intended to hold us back from having a grand rising. Definitely go and scroll, check them out, listen to them, you know, 
use those tools, you know, adopt those, those methodologies so you can be able to figure out what works for you. I'm not saying that I have the right way. I'm not saying that my way is the only way. I'm saying that this is hopefully the spark of a conversation or a spark, spark of a thought process or spark of attracting energy to you that can help you get through these obstacles and feel more confident through these challenges um, as you navigate life. And I, and I wish nothing but the best for everybody. And I can't wait to talk to you guys in my next episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I definitely deeply appreciate it. I really could not do this without you. And I hope you guys have a great week.